We talked about some of the guys we're excited to see in preseason. How about the guys we have no interest in seeing? I don't want to see these guys play in preseason for one reason or another. Plus, the discussion, the debate maybe about how much Jordan Love should play with whom Jordan Love should play and what player has the most at stake for Green Bay. If he plays well, it will mean the most for the team. We'll discuss all of that on today's show. Caught by Watson. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network. And he will score. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. And today's episode brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post that job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So I was thinking about the context of Jordan Love playing, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. And I was thinking about this idea of who does it, who is it crucial that he play with all of these things? And then I was like, okay, well, this person's probably not going to play. This person's probably not going to play. This person's probably not going to play. Who do I need to see play? Who do I need to see play? Okay, then let's pick the guys that we don't need to see play for reasons that are like they're uh, Jair Alexander. Don't need to see him play. We know what Jair Alexander is. There are other players who are on the I don't need to see them playlist. Like Royce Newman, for example, don't need to see him. I know what he is. I know what he is. He's a backup. Don't need to see him play. So let's just start on the offense. David Bakhtiari, don't need to see him play. And even though Jordan Love is going to get a couple series, one, two, three, maybe series, they have a terrific backup, Yash Nyman. Bingo. So I don't, I, I like David Bakhtiari will be better in the regular season than Yash Nyman at left tackle, but at least you have someone who can approximate what you're getting from David Bakhtiari. Elton Jenkins. Don't need to see him. Give me Sean Ryan. Let me see Sean Ryan in a live game setting with the starters. Let me see it. He's had a really good training camp and one of the winners of training camp by all accounts. Let me see that guy. I don't need to see Jake Hansen. I don't need to see Royce Newman. I don't need to see them. We know what they are. They are borderline rosterable NFL players. Backups. And Royce Newman is a fine backup. A totally fine. He would start for some teams and you'd be fine. He could start for the Packers this year, and they'd probably be fine. A championship caliber team, not fine. So, okay, those guys. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, don't need to see him. Don't need to see him. We know what you are, and 
We need to see Tyler Goodson. We need to see Lou Nichols, even though he's dealing with an injury right now. I think Tyler Goodson's going to get a lot of work. Patrick Taylor, I don't really need to see Patrick Taylor, but someone's got to play, so he is going to have to play. I don't need to, I'm all set on Tyler Davis. I am, I am on record about Tyler Davis. I'm all set. I'm all set. I want to see Luke Musgrave. I want to see Tucker Craft. And I want to see those guys specifically together. I, I don't need to see Tyler Davis. If you think he's a nice run blocker, that's fine. Cool. But that's all he is. So leave him on the sidelines, get him a bucket hat, annoy Sean Payton, and play Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave together. Let's see it. Give Tucker Craft every opportunity to win that job. Because his upside, if he can do it, if he can just do the blocking stuff, we know he's just capable of being so much better than Tyler Davis. Just on, on pure potential. Because we've seen enough from Tyler Davis to go, probably not. Right? Okay, defensively. Jair Alexander, Russell Douglas, I'm all set. We know what they are. Great. And I need to see Carrington Valentine. I want to see Corey Valentine. I want to see Shamar John Charles, who, who looks like he might just be going the way of the Dodo in Green Bay. I kind of want to see Keyshawn Nixon play some nickel. Like, just, just give me a shot. I just want to see a little bit. Especially if someone like Tyler Boyd is going to play for Cincinnati. Like if I'm the Packers, I'm, I'm playing this like a baseball lineup. I'm waiting to see if Tyler Boyd is going to go. And if he runs out there on that first possession, Keyshawn, get out there. And if not, Keyshawn, get those pads off, hit the showers. Now, they have to keep him active in that case, but so what? I'd like to see him, but if they don't, if they don't play him, it's fine. At the defensive front, I'm all set on Kenny Clark. Don't need to see him. All set. If Dean Lowry were still on this team, if we were doing this exercise last year, Dean Lowry would have 100% have been on this list. Don't need to see it. The beauty of this roster is there aren't that many of those veteran players who are stealing reps from young players because they're giving the young players all the opportunities. That's the beauty of this team right now. And that, that's really exciting from a Packers fan perspective. That means there's going to be bumps and bruises along the way to be sure. There's going to be inconsistencies, all that stuff. But we need to see Devontae Wyatt play. I want to see TJ Slayton play a bunch of nose tackle. He's kind of their only nose. I guess you have some of these like deep guys like Jonathan Ford and uh, Chris Slayton. I, we have to see them at some point. So, okay, I'm more excited to see these rookies. But Kenny Clark, certainly I'm all set. Preston Smith, all set. All set. Get Justin Hollins on one side. Get Lucas Van Ness on the other side. And let's see what it looks like. Justin Hollins with an incredible bull rush of Orlando Brown. Got underneath. Orlando Brown has Justin Hollins by 100 pounds. In joint practice, Justin Hollins moved him like they were equals. It was really, Justin Hollins is one of those guys that I have been a fan of since day one. I never understood why the Rams let him go. I never understood why he wasn't more desirable on that team. Young player. The Packers brought him back on a, a steal of a deal. And he has been running with the ones in camp as Rashawn Gary works his way back. So that's a really exciting thing to see. All right, Devondre Campbell. 
Don't need to see him. Don't need to see him. I want to see Quay Walker with the green dot. Let's just give him the opportunity. Give him these reps. I'm, I'm all good. Um, and I, I think getting a glimpse at Isaiah McDuffie in an elevated role, he showed some flashes last year. I thought he played some good football in the games where Quay Walker decided to get kicked out. Unfortunately, that is a multi-game sample last year for the Packers, but that is an interesting thing to be, to keep an eye on. And then I don't we don't need to see Darnell Savage. Like he's the he's going to win that safety job. So let's see Rudy Ford, Tarverius Moore, and Jonathan Owens out there get those opportunities. That's what we need to see. Now, I don't, you know, some of the backups, you know, who cares? Do we do you really care about some of that stuff? Like, no, we could just say the whole fourth quarter of this game probably don't need to see it. I'm going to I'm going to cheat a little bit. Matt LaFleur calling plays after the first quarter. Mike Vrabel did something really cool. He is giving the headset to be the head coach, essentially, the game day head coach to an assistant. Now, this is not going to work for the Packers this year because they have a first-year quarterback in terms of first-year starter. And they've got a lot of things to work out. Chemistry between your, your play caller and your quarterback is something that you need those reps. And so I want, I want Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love working on those things together. Once Sean Clifford is in there, Matt LaFleur does not need to call plays. Just does not need to call plays. Does not need to be in charge. I, I just give give the headset all the way over to Adam Stenovich. Let him run everything. Give him an opportunity to learn on the job to help because the more reps he gets, then maybe he can help you in a way that you didn't anticipate. And that's the beauty of these kinds of things. I want to see them get a little creative because they can. Once Jordan Love is out, we're going to talk about Jordan Love in a second. Matt Lafleur, frankly, not just doesn't need to call plays. Doesn't need to be the head coach of this team the rest of the day. We're going to talk about the Jordan love of it all coming up on Locked On Packers. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And it is. Getting it right, or maybe more importantly, getting it wrong can be a huge deal for your company. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Just add your job and a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. You can narrow down your pool. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. For example, I'm a host on LinkedIn. I don't want to see jobs from restaurants where they hire a host. And guess what? Restaurants don't want to hire me to be front of house in their restaurant. Well, if you have screening questions, you can understand what the candidates are looking for. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. 
And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Every day as we are going live tonight, baby. After a preseason game, you're damn right we are over on our Locked On Packers YouTube page. So here's why I thought of the opening bit. If you're not going to play anybody, if you're going to do what the Packers have done in years past and just throw the backup quarterback out there with, you know, uh, Malik Taylor and, and Tyler Davis and the rookie receivers. Now, Romeo Dobbs did play last year with Jordan Love, but it, it just doesn't serve anyone to do that. So, okay, David Bakhtiari mentioned that. Elton Jenkins, you have someone, a young player, a former top 100 pick, who's had a good camp, okay? And then the running back, like that, that, that part doesn't really matter. Having Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon is going to keep you on track on the sticks a little bit more. But remember, you're also going up against the defense that's probably not going to have Trey Hendrickson or DJ Reader or Cheeto Wuzier or Logan Wilson. So it's not the same. It's, it's kind of okay if you're down some of your guys because they're going to be down most of their guys too. You still want Romeo Dobbs out there. You still want Christian Watson out there. You still want Luke Musgrave out there. You still want Tucker Craft out there. So you have to find this balance. This understanding of, okay, yes, I want to get Jordan Love reps, but I want him to get meaningful reps, and I don't want to risk the rest of my team to do it. I do wonder if Matt LaFleur, who last year said everything is on the table you know, what is what is done, gone on last year has obviously not worked as you get into week one. It didn't work again. So I I, I kind of think, and I wonder what Matt LaFleur after, a, you know, a, a fifth of Jack would tell you. He doesn't drink Jack Daniels, but you know what I mean. If, if this were another, not Aaron Rodgers, because I think Aaron Rodgers was the one pushing hard for, I'm not playing. But if this, if they had Kirk Cousins at quarterback, would Matt LaFleur have said, you know what? Everyone's playing. We've tried it the other way. It doesn't work. Let's try it this way. Now, maybe the preseason games have nothing to do with week one. I don't know. But what you want is Jordan Love to get as much real game action as you can. And that means he can't be throwing to Dontavian Wicks and Grant DuBose and Malik Heath when Come week one, those guys are not going to be out there. Now, it's also really important that Jaden Reed get reps. He's going to be relied upon. It's also really important that Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft get reps, that Sean Ryan get reps. These are young players who are theoretically going to be an enormous part of your offense. It's really important to get those guys opportunities to play. So, okay, how much, how much is enough, how much is reasonable, that is a much more difficult question to answer. And it's something that every coach absolutely agonizes over because of course they do. Of course they agonize over it because you have to balance this developmental imperative that you have as a coach with, I don't want my guys to be hurt. We're going to try and win football games. And Unfortunately, the best way to win football games is to develop your guys, and a really good way to do that is in the preseason. The preseason does help help separate the weed from the chaff. 
it, it does allow you to say, okay, these are the best players on my team. Oh, these are the players that when they go up against other guys, they elevate their game and, and other legit guys, like all of these grades have to be taken with a grain of salt. And I wrote about this today on The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to, that the process is what matters the most here with Jordan Love. And that means not box score scouting. There's nothing more pointless to me than than the daily tallies of completions and attempts, especially when it includes things like red zone and uh, these situational drills. It's like, that's not real. That's not real football. That's not how the game works. So why are we, it would be like, you know, how many shots did Steph Curry make in practice? Well, who cares? He shot a lot of them in situations he'd never be in in a game. So who cares? It's just not useful to me. I want to see a guy making good decisions, quick decisions, decisive decisions. I want to see a guy letting it rip. Go back and think about a couple years ago. That game, he had the Jay Sternberger dime. That's how long ago we have to, we have to go back. The Devin Funches throws. He's aiming, not throwing. You can see it. But completions looks good in the box score. Okay, but, but what was the process? Matt LaFleur has preached, preached, preached process. How's the footwork? How are the eyes? How how are the fundamentals? Did the feet match the eyes? Did you read the coverage correctly? Like you go back to this interception thing. Mike Hilton said, nah, I just made a great play. He liked the pre-snap look. Jordan Love said, nah, I could have handed it off. Maybe forced it a little bit. What's funny is Jordan Love saw the coverage one way. Mike Hilton saw it another way. Mike Hilton actually thought Jordan Love made the right read. He just knew the check or or made a guess on the check and made a great play. You got to block him. Jordan Love mentioned that too. So that's the other part of this is you have to execute. It doesn't help to have Jordan Love just out there to be out there. And that's primarily why you tend to put, if you're going to play your starting quarterback, the starting players around him. That's the only reason it makes sense because you're giving him the best chance to have the guys around him execute in a way that hopefully you execute during the regular season. So if you're not going to do that, then don't even put him out there. If you're not going to play Christian Watson and Luke Musgrave, don't put Jordan Love out there. So once you've decided those guys have had enough, so is Jordan Love. And get him out of there. And I think that's part of the appeal of the joint practice. Is you still get the benefit of getting Jordan Love all those opportunities against another team, another defense, uh, another system. And you get to do it with all your guys against their first guys. For all the reasons I said it was more important to have joint practice than the preseason game. It is the case that you want to recreate as closely as possible the circumstances for that game. Otherwise, why bother? Why bother? And that's the situation that the Packers find themselves in right now. All right. Who are the players that if they have a good preseason game, it matters the most? We're going to talk about that to end the show. Bird dogs make you look good. That's it. 
A bird dog stretch khaki short. It's designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. I brought two pair with me on my most recent trip. I wore a pair of bird dogs joggers on the airplane and I bought a pair of workout bird dogs for pajamas. They're my go-to pajamas now. Just got another pair. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And I'm not just saying that that's not just in the ad copy. I went to Lululemon and I tried on a bunch of their stuff. Guess what? Bird dogs fits way better and is so much more comfortable. They have fixed the issue of stiff, restricting cotton shorts with cloud knit fabric that looks like khaki, but stretches in ways that give you a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or enter promo code locked on NFL for a free white tech hat with your order. I wore that tech hat today to the gym. In fact, that's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL. Wore my bird dog shorts to the gym as well. Or promo code locked on NFL for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Every dayers. We have a piece I mentioned on the leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to out today. Um, we're going to go live on YouTube and go check out Locked On Sports today. The NFL in full swing. We are heavy on the NFL. And that means you can get all the information that you need from around the league on our Locked On Sports Today show. All the big stories in sports in under 20 minutes. I was thinking about this as I was trying to, to put together my list of players that I did and did want to see. And so who does it, who does it matter the most? Not to them, but to the Packers, if they're good. Now, the obvious answer, of course, Jordan Love. If he looks great, you're like, hell yeah, shut him down. We're all set. Not quite. I think what I want to do is separate rookies and non-rookies. Because, of course, you have some rookies who, like if Luke Musgrave is, is as good as the Packers think he is, it changes this offense in a fundamental way because Romeo Dobbs is, is taking that next step. Christian Watson is a star in the making and you have this great running game and a really good offensive line. You add that tight end and it's like you could throw anybody in there and have a, a really good offense. Jordan Love doesn't have to be great if Luke Musgrave is awesome because Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, all that other stuff. So that's the rookie answer to me is Luke Musgrave. If he is if he is good in this preseason game, it allows you to start saying, can he break the mold of the kind of player who's going to come in right away and produce? And I've said this a million times on the show. Everydayers are sick of hearing me say it, but he's going to play. He's going to play a ton. So he's going to get opportunities. The question is, can he actually take advantage of those opportunities? And that is the question that matters right now. That we don't have an answer to. So if he shows it in preseason, you go, okay. That's another box checked as we head toward the regular season. You know, Lucas Van Ness is, is another name that I think you can be really excited about if he plays well. 
He already gave Jackson Carmen fits. We heard that from James Rapine yesterday on the show. But he's going to play. Rashawn Gary is going to be brought along slowly. Like Lucas Van Ness is going to play. Either way, he's probably not going to be a starter. It's Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary for at least the first month, probably. Maybe he eventually supplants Preston Smith. But if you look at that Preston Smith contract, he's going to be around for, you know, another year or two, probably. So I think it'll be really great if Lucas Van Ness is really good for the Packers. I don't think it changes their destiny all that much. Now, Rashawn Gary's health. Yeah, great. I don't think he's going to play, but that's not the point. The other name that I was thinking, non-rookie addition, is a player that we've talked about a lot recently because of the change in hierarchy is Jonathan Owens. And you could extend this to or the other safeties, Tarverius Moore, Rudy Ford, but because Jonathan Owens appears to be in the driver's seat for that other starting safety job, if he's if he's passable, if he is fine as a, as a player for the Green Bay Packers. This defense can be so damn good. It can be so good. It, it can be so, so good because the rest of this defense is absolutely loaded with talent. If you just get passable, fine safety play from, the, from Darnell Savage and Jonathan Owens, it is a game changer for your offense. Because now you don't have to score 30 points to win. You can score 20. You can score 17. You can score 14 and win because this defense is going to clamp people if you get quality safety play. Safety play was the biggest issue last year. It wasn't Joe Barry. I'm telling you, it wasn't Joe Barry. It was safety play because the big plays that they screwed up in, in particularly that Minnesota game, they were safety issues mostly. And a lot of the, the issues that the, the Packers had fitting the run were alley defenders, second level defenders. Yes, your defensive front didn't get off enough blocks. They didn't make enough negative plays to, to get teams in obvious passing situations to let your pass rush and your, your great corners go to work. But your safeties didn't tackle, didn't finish, didn't play with force, didn't play with aggressiveness, didn't fly around downhill. If you and Jonathan Owens flies around and, and brings bad intentions with his shoulder pads. The great line Bruce Feldman once wrote that Dion Buchanan um, out of Washington State had thunder in his shoulder pads because when he hit you, it was like a thunderclap. There are some plays on tape. Jonathan Owens, smaller guy, but he will hit you. Athletic can fly around. If he plays with abandon, plays with his hair on fire, and plays decisively, even if he's wrong sometimes. That can, really, that can really elevate this team to a level that they couldn't get to last year just because the safety play prevented them from doing it. So that's the guy to me defensively where if, if we see him play well in this Bengals game, you start to think, oh, maybe, maybe let's revisit that. Can they be a top five defense conversation? Because talent-wise, you know, the athletic football show just put out their Robert Mays' list of, of guys that he thought or teams that he thought could be top 10 defenses, the projected top 10 defenses. You look at that list, Packers have more aggregate talent than a lot of those teams. So where are they missing? Well, it's a, it's a weak link system. And the weak link right now is that safety spot. So if you're, if you're not getting weak link play from the safety spot, it's a huge deal for this team. All right, live tonight, we will be live on your YouTube 
screen on our YouTube page. Um, check us out on our phone, your tablets, your computer, whatever, whatever. Um, it's a bonus episode. So it's going to be in your feed on Thursday, your audio feed. And then on Monday, we will come back with some lingering thoughts on everything coming out of that game. What's next? Hopefully no injuries, all that good stuff. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to Subtext. Go find me on Subtext. Some people are saying, having some issues trying to find me. If you if you can't find me, try to find Locked on Packers. Um, that might be uh, the better way to get in, but it's me. I'm there for your uh, subtexting pleasure so you can stay Locked on Packers.